Hello, Internet, and welcome to episode 25 of Say Report Junior. I am one of your I am one of your host companions, Zach Sarowick. And I am your other host companion, Dale Decker. Oh, uh, 25 man, weeks. I, it's crazy. I don't even... <laughs> yeah, it's 25 weeks. Yeah, well, we started doing every other week. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. So it's like more like cl- probably closer it's to 30. More, if you yeah, have. probably. Oh, man. So 25 episodes is still like we did it. We made it here. <laughs> and we actually <laughs> know it's the 25th episode. Yeah, we're not surprising each other. Yeah. We're not messing with each yeah, other. <laughs> but but after 25 episodes, I, I need to say that it is finally officially time to friend each other on Facebook. Oh, yeah, because um, I was actually, because I was like posting about this and I realized, well, oh, wait, I'm not friends with Facebook. That... I'm not friends with Facebook. I'm not friends with Dale. <laughs> no one is and friends with Facebook. Zach. I use it so rarely is the thing, because, again, no one is friends with Facebook. I use well, it so rarely that I didn't even like, I don't even think about that when I make new friends, unless it's like we're going to mess- use Messenger to talk. Exactly, yeah, no. But that's <laughs> why I haven't really sent a friend request. I'm like, I really only text him podcast with him or tweet with him like he's not really on facebook i don't think <laughs> but, but the internet but... doesn't believe we're friends <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be official no um uh. no the reason why like it was like now it needs to be official is Devin read what you had shared and i was like oh that's so nice of you oh that's it's right i so said something kind. nice oh, see you that's did. the other thing is i hide really my nice kind. i had i had my nice things on facebook so you all don't know <laughs> none of you can know how kind zach is uh, <laughs> but yes, 25, it is, I am excited, I am happy. And you had an exciting weekend. I did. So it I'm going to shaky, but it, it was an exciting weekend. Ooh, well, here, I'm going to, episode 25, I'm going to mess up the whole thing we've got going, and instead of asking you how your week was, because I think you did, you did the most of this weekend. Probably, I'm gonna, I mean. I'm gonna, <laughs> I did probably. like two things for 36 hours at a time so i so i get, i'm gonna talk real quick about what i did and then throw it to you all uh, i played that spider-man game that everyone did. doesn't talk about i um i picked it up uh like right before the the day it released and because i'm in the mountain time zone it released for me at 10 o'clock on the thursday before which was nice uh, so from thursday through every other day i've been playing for a few hours at a time trying not to blow through it it's a very good game i don't want to spoil anything so i'm not going to uh i will say that a couple of the things that i did not realize going into it is that we all kind of just assumed it would be like the arkham batman games and in many ways it is but in many ways it is not especially in the combat system Sweet. Okay. like it does not play the same exact way it doesn't it has its own flow and it flows fine it just flows completely differently so like the the different gadgets and web things that you have you don't have like the quick shot um shortcuts that that batman has like if you hit these two buttons at the same time you'll shoot this specific like gadget they don't have that and so for and so like you do have to kind of like stop to if you want to switch things in between a fight which you don't really have to but if you want to you do have to like stop and pull up the wheel and all that so that was a little weird and then like the dodge is very different because his spider sense goes off for himself as it would for spider-man but no, but what it does is um, it doesn't necessarily tell you what you're dodging. <laughs> so like it's so like in the Arkham games, if someone was coming up and about to hit you, a thing would flash over that specific bad guy's head. So yeah. you kind of knew where to aim. And in this, it is that his spider sense goes off. So a thing goes up 
over Spider-Man's head. And like, if it's someone with a gun, they'll give you kind of an arrow line to tell you which direction the gunfire is coming from. But like, if someone's about to run up to you and punch you, you don't necessarily know no, which, which person it is. And they make up for that with like the dodge mechanic and the like I said, like the different flow and jump and like you know, you just punch someone and jump out of the way. All of that is very forgiving and flow and flows in its own way. So like you don't necessarily you can just hit the dodge button and he'll jump out of the way. And so you don't necessarily need to know who's about to punch you as long as you don't get hurt. Oh, so he'll, he'll dodge he'll, like his dodge is that, Yeah, he'll dodge oh, with whatever cool. direction okay. to get away from right. whatever it is that's making his spider sense go up. You just got to time so. it correctly. Yeah, you got to time cool. it and you got to okay understand that. that the cam yeah, and the camera's not necessarily going to work with you on that yeah, like he'll no. dive and it's very cinematically shows you that dive yeah. so you don't really know where the thing was coming from. So that takes some getting used to. Especially like because again, I've played all four of the Arkham games multiple times, so like that was very much my mindset going in. But all of that being said, I really like it. So, <laughs> I really like the story and the characterization of everybody. It's all very, all very well done. So I have a question. <clears throat> yes. Now that it's been brought up, and I have a feeling that within the next week or so, I will try to start playing it because we did buy it. We have a digital copy of it. Um, but hopefully we will be able to do an entire episode of Spider-Man. <laughs> That's yeah, <laughs> or we like a majority of a Spider-Man episode. But is the so you say that you have the wheel, right? Yes. You know, so I kind of got used to that kind of fighting mechanic with Horizon Zero Dawn. But Horizon Zero Dawn it slows down time. Does it slow down time? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think it's just, I mean, so it's it's got your regular web shooters, it's got some stronger ones that are like one shot, like your regular web shooters, it's like you've got eight shots and you can just rapid fire yeah. on one person. Or you've got the, the next one that unlocks is called the impact web, which is you've got two or three of those, but they just completely like web a person in one shot and can knock them against the wall. I just stepped on my wire. Hold on. Oh, God. I stepped on my wire and ripped my headphones right off because I pace when I do these things. Ah, I Episode do not have 25, people. We're so professional. Oh, I don't have spider sense and I don't have spatial awareness. Okay. That was awesome. Um, I thought you fell. I thought I, you, you know, fell I almost, to the ground. You know, I, Here's the thing, I tripped and my natural reaction was for my whole body to kind of tense up as if I was about to fall. Uh -huh. So... <laughs> so good. All right. Oh man. So yes, so, you can so live you podcasting. Can... Well, it's not yeah. even live. Whatever. Continue. It's unedited. I can tell you how much. Unediting. This is staying true. in the episode. Um, so yeah. So so yes, you can bring up the wheel. It slows down time. You can switch between things, but it's not. I have not felt the with very few exception i have not felt the necessity to bring up the wheel and constantly change gadgets like okay. once you kind of figure out which gadgets you like and how you want to play out those fight scenes you can kind of stick to that pretty comfortably and you're not that you don't have to you don't have to use everything if you don't want to That's cool. so um, okay. so yeah sweet i'm okay with that um awesome. uh, let's see what else did i do this weekend oh yeah i watched i mean i i played more pokemon sweet I actually, we actually downloaded it. We've been working on that, so I'm, fi I'm finally playing it, not as a Nuzlocke, just on my own. Yeah, I want to see, I want to see all the Pokemon. So. I have not touched it. So when we do, hopefully, eventually do our playthrough, which I hope is soon or in the near future, 
um, I am going in blind. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's I why. Don't... That's what I did with Sweet Tooth. I did. I like. I was like, okay. The second one, I just won't. Once I figured out the um, kind of opening to Sweet Tooth, I was like, okay, I don't need to play the rest of this because we'll yeah. do that eventually. Exactly. But since I'd already watched the the Nuzlocke Let's Play of the first one, I figured I would I would jump in and just try it myself. And oh man, like the mount to which I had kind of figured out Pokemon types, which admittedly not great, especially yeah. as the later generations, like as I, I hadn't been playing them as much, but the much uh, the amount that I had that in my head, I didn't realize until it all got changed on me. Yeah. <laughs> and no. so it's like, here's a brand new flavor type is what they call them in, yeah. in Pokemon Suite. And it's like, here's a whole new like graphs that you have to learn. And it's and like... I, I, Oh my god. You can use real world knowledge to help you get through Pokemon. Like oh, yeah, because type it... matchups up matchups. Yeah. Cause it makes sense. Like right. water's gonna put out fires. But Exactly. And like birds <laughs> flying type against grass type because birds eat grass and, and bugs. bugs. And guess what and... they're strong against? Exactly. <laughs> like yes. So you can use real world knowledge. But like real world knowledge when it comes to flavors. It's like I think like cherry I could be wrong. Like like cherry is super effective against strawberry. No. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like orange is what? weak to strawberry, cherry, and apple. Why? What those are not stronger Dude. flavors than the others? I like, don't understand. Like I'm trying to think, like, you would eat those together in like a fruit bowl. <laughs> they taste good. They complement each they other, complement. if anything. <laughs> it's not like it's not like orange and, and toothpaste type matchup. <laughs> that that would be easy to know what uh, would happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean that's pretty much been. I mean that was really my. Oh, uh, what was the one other thing I did? So Shutter started this did this other thing um, recently. The horror Netflix. I've mentioned mm -hmm. them before. Yes, you have. Um, right around. Whenever Friday the Thirteenth was this year, I don't remember if it was June or July, but for Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, Maybe. but for Friday the Thirteenth this year, Shutter brought back this guy who I think in the like eighties and nineties did the kind of like late night horror show kind of thing, like Elvira, kind of like that, but this was uh, some cowboy dude, oh, um, okay. and his name was Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> Okay. And they called it. They called it. Joe. It was the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs coming back for his last show because he's been retired for years and just kind of goes to like horror, uh, horror conventions and stuff. And it's this older guy wears a cowboy outfit, sits in a recliner in like his you know living room set, quote unquote, and just talks about the movies. And um, so they did a thirteen. They did a twenty-four hour marathon, which was. I think 14 movies overall. I think it was the joke was it was 13 plus one movies for Friday the 13th. Um, nice. And so on Shudder, you can watch that marathon still. And I think there's some other places you can get it. Um, but what you, what you get is you get the introduction and the kind of, you know, fake commercial breaks with him in between as he talks about the movies. So I watched the first one, which is this movie from the, I think, late 70s, early 80s called Tourist Trap, <laughs> which I think is what. Do you remember the movie House of Wax with um, um, Chad Michael Murray back in the like early two thousands? I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this was apparently th that was apparently a remake of this movie, which oh. I didn't even realize until I got to the end of the movie and he talked about the fact that House of Wax was just as poorly received as as Taurus Trap was. Um, but it's a group of teenagers stop at a gas station with this weird wax museum, mannequin wax museum, for like gas or something, and of course the guy then. Kills them all. Um, <laughs> happy Halloween. Yep. Uh, 
but you know. it was it, it was just this strange thing. First off, it was just a really nostalgia heavy thing to be like have commercial breaks while I'm watching a movie again, which I just don't get. And he's talking about all of these. It would like cut in where it's like someone dies and then all of a sudden it cuts back to this guy sitting in a recliner and he's just like, man, that really was a scary one, wasn't it? <laughs> well, we know that Kaylee, isn't it so strange that Kaylee would make this decision? And I just never really understood that. But man, is that actress good? I really love her performance in this. And this movie never really got all of the, never really got all the, 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 uh, treatment it deserved because people just, just blew right past it. But really it's such a wonderful slasher. <laughs> and it's, it was like, <laughs> I wish we still had something like that. Like the closest thing we have to that is Mystery Science Theater, and they're making yeah. fun of the movie as they go through. I, and there is a certain level of we appreciate the art of this thing, which is why we we make fun of it. But this was like a pure like, this was like pure like let's just get this goofy character to talk about how so great these missed movies are. So I'm I'm slowly making my way through that, and then that that uh, marathon was so big that Shutter actually broke. <laughs> at really. First. It was such a huge thing to bring this guy back. They got all of these new people to sign up for the service. And then like in the first like half of that of tourist trap, the whole servers went down and they had to like <laughs> fix everything because it was so popular. So now he's coming back for Thanksgiving. He's coming back for Christmas oh and he's getting God. a series next year. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's, yeah. Cause uh, when you break an internet, when you break yeah. the internet, you know, you ride uh, that, you ride that pony all the way. Two yeah. New Year's. <laughs> so, so that was kind of my weekend mostly. Awesome. It was like you know, watch movies, played video games, played Spider Man. That was it. That's fun. So, That's a good weekend. It was, it was a perfectly calm weekend, but I did not uh, participate in and do very well in certain uh, convention. Um, God, what's the word I'm looking for? Tournament. <laughs> tournament. There we go. Damn it. I, I, <laughs> I wasn't was sure if you were looking for challenge that, or tournament. tournament. Challenge also probably would have worked. Anyway, talk about it, you. You talk now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> considering it was called the Ultimate Game Gamer Challenge, that's what I thought you were going to go with. But that's fine. Oh, um, <laughs> it's okay. I don't think I realized that was the name of it. And now I really wish. Now I'm even more mad that it wasn't streaming online because I would love the idea of like, You've got like Beastmaster Ultimate Challenge on Netflix and like Ultimate Ninja Warrior on TV, and then <laughs> and then it's like and also Ultimate Gamer, Ultimate Gamer Challenge. Challenge. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> There's the air horn. Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> well, uh, so yes, if um and if you listen to and if you don't listen, you should be. But if you listen to the Say Report, um, our sister channel our older sister channel um as we affectionately call it here um they devin and i attended this um expo or con convention whatever it was retro world expo um and it was a retro video game competition or not a competition it was a retro competition video game. was the word i was definitely oh, thinking of anyway oh. so <laughs> retro world expo was just a convention like it was a retro video game you could buy retro video games there were artists there um there was some tabletop games which was like kind of cool but also felt really strange at the same time i mean i guess they're the retroist of games because you don't <laughs> need electricity but anyway <laughs> back um, in the olden times all we had was dungeons and dragons <laughs> we had we had our imagination to pull us through uh <laughs> 
but yeah, so it was a it was a very retro video game conference. Um, it was small. It was only I think their fourth year putting it on, uh, but it was a lot of fun. And like I would definitely go back. Um, we did two days. It's a it's a it runs for two days. We did both days. It was it was a lot a lot of fun and. Like, they put a lot of, it felt like they put care into it because they were starting to get, like, more and more um, exhibitors and all of that. And there's this, going into the Ultimate Gamer Challenge, there's an entire area of arcade games and old arcade games and just, like, original console, like, NES, uh, Genesis, all, like, N64s, all these, like, there was a Virtual Boy, I think, there. Oh, my God, the Virtual Boy. (laughs) And it's all free play. So, which is awesome, especially now, like, you don't want to have to be sitting, putting quarters in, and, you know. Yeah, I mean, so. nothing's, nothing, nothing worse than paying <laughs> to get into a convention, to then wait in line, to exactly. then pay to play at a Super Nintendo. Exactly. Like, oh, come. <laughs> so, it was, it was, and that area I really liked, because it was, like, all of, I liked how it was set up, because all around the perimeter was the arcade cabinets, and then there was pinball in the back. Um, and then the middle were like um, just tables, like long uh, cafeteria sized tables, kind of. Right. With just systems everywhere and like TV. So it looked really cool and it felt like good to see. Um, just a sea of TVs and wires <laughs> exactly. and nerds. It was great. <laughs> um, yeah. So before we even got to the expo, to the convention, and into this video game challenge. Uh, Devin, our parents were away on vacation um, for two weeks, and Devin was like, well, this is the time that we're going to take to practice because they had released the list of, uh, I believe it's 14, I think it was 14 games that were going to be in the, the challenge. They just didn't say what the challenge was for each game. So he knew it. He had most of the games, and the ones that he didn't have, he went out and bought. Um, and we got a, like he mentioned, we got a brand new dining room table. Um, and that I that I helped win <laughs> by liking a photo on Facebook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh. so a very beautiful dining room table, huge. It fits twelve people. Um, it is like a pub, like a nice tavern table that we turned into video game central. <laughs> um, so just he had, burned, just burned things right yeah, into it with the yeah, fans. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Um, no, so we had two TVs set up to, um, and just all the video game consoles that we needed to practice the games. Cause I had never seen most of them, um, let alone heard of some of them. So, like, I never knew that Tetrisphere was a game. I never knew about Power Stone, um, Vector Man. Like, I never heard of the Load Runner. Like, these are games I had never heard of. So I was like, well, uh, Road Blasters. I'm like, well, I, I, if anyone needs to practice, it's me. Um, and the first week that we had it, we didn't, we practiced, like, here and there. I was really only, like, sticking to one or two games, um, I'll list the games afterwards, but so then the second week I got sick and I was like, well, when you're sick, what better thing to do than have a cup of tea and practice some retro video games? So I got to practice 
a good amount because I got sick and I was like focusing on getting better so I could compete like and being, not have to like, cough all, all the time. Like being 12 <laughs> all over again and exactly. be like, sorry, my head hurts a little bit. I'm going to stay home and just work this off. Yep. It was, it Make was... my way through some Final Fantasy VII. I'll catch you all later. Yeah. Peace out. Um, so yeah, so that's how it started. And I was like really nervous that I was going to be like super sick by the weekend. So I was like taking Zycam. I was drinking all the tea in the world, drinking all the apple juice, having all the soup. I'm like, I need to not feel crummy during this video game competition. <laughs> and whatever. So we got there. So I will read the list of games because I don't think you know them. Do you? No, you there was a few right? of them that were. Uh, Devin mentioned a few of them, yeah. but I don't think so, I. Did, I don't think we got the full list. I don't think he. He might have. Or if he. Or if he did, I. Uh, here's the thing. It came out. Uh, we're recording this a day earlier than usual, so yes. we're recording on the same day that the episode dropped, which <laughs> I listened to literally this morning as I was like waking up and having coffee. <laughs> it's like it's one of the only podcasts I have that comes out on Tuesday, so it's like one of the first things I listen to. So I listened to it. God knows how much I retained, memory-wise. <laughs> okay, so. okay. Well, so for the people who don't listen to Say Report, here are the list of games. I'll give it in order of how they... So, round one was Sequest load for the Atari, Load Runner for the NES, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 for PlayStation 1. I remember him talking about that. Yes. yes. <laughs> super, super, ghoul, bleh, super Ghouls and Ghosts for the SNES, and Centipede. All right, so that was round oh, one. And, and I remember, you'll probably get into this, but I remember a very enthusiastic text from someone yes, you do. About, <laughs> about how uh, Centipede quickly became a favorite game. <laughs> so. Yes, so that was round one. Um, I had practiced Sequest like once uh, on a computer, and it was not really the good way to practice it because it's a joystick. And oh, God, yeah. So I get to... The, the competition and I'm like okay well I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off on that um and when I did that I was like a joystick is so different and it was like not the best joystick either no because it had been used so all like, day it was probably oh used inside its casing so uh before we get too far into this I guess yes. this was one of my first big questions about kind of the structure of this tournament mm -hmm. So you said this was kind of done in rounds, but was it kind of here? There are four games with four challenges and you just kind of cycle through them in whatever order you want. Did yes. they kind of have it? OK. Yeah. So in <laughs> within that free play area, which was a little strange, I kind of thought it was going to be completely separate from the other convention goers. But right. On some level, I understand because you were like we signed up well, well in advance to get our spot in the tournament, people could sign up the day of. And, and which I don't really love this part of it, people could sign up the second day. And, I mean, that's a lot of makeup work, but yes, I guess. <laughs> yes, so there were three rounds. Two of the rounds were on Saturday. The third round was on Sunday. And then the final round was on Sunday as well. So... You could sign up on the second day, which was just strange to me. But yeah, so in the free play area were the different consoles, and they w they had a sign that said "Ultimate Gamer Challenge Tournament Challenge" or whatever. Right, in, and I imagine some of consoles. that's 
Right. Yeah. And I imagine some of that is probably space, just mm -hmm. whatever space they had and, and plugs and all that. You're yeah, kind of exactly. tied to whatever that comes. And also you want people to be able to kind of, it sounded like people could kind of just wander through and watch you do that as they, yeah. as they wanted, yeah. which, yeah. And like on, and like on one hand is like, I get that. It's like people can walk up and leave if they want, because no one should be forced to sit there and watch a game that they find boring. Like, But at the same time, like, like you said, it's a little strange that it's all kind of mixed in because like, I feel like a bunch of people probably just didn't even notice what you were, what was happening at the time. Exactly. And like, yeah. There's probably, probably a lot of people that went, Oh, I miss ghouls and ghosts. I wanted to see ghouls and ghosts. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And it so. was weird. Cause like uh, people, I saw people going up to the tournament sections and if there was no one rating, they would play the game. So I'm like, this is cool and kind of strange at the same time because, like, there's a tournament going on. We need that yeah. console. <laughs> like, um, like I know when I was playing Ninja Gaiden, two kids came up, which, like, kids, I'm okay with kids coming up and playing video games because I'm all for that. There were a lot of ch kids there who were, like, so excited over retro games, which was awesome. Like, I was playing Ninja Gaiden, and this was the most I felt someone coming up and like watching me like I know Devin Devin was talking about how like and season two like there was no real spectatorship of it like no one was watching us except for during the final challenge and oh spoilers during the final challenge and the referees so right. like it like you say like you it it's cool it's a good idea because like people could just come up and like start watching us but I don't think enough people knew that right. it tournament like they, was really going on. It sounds like they had a, <laughs> a bit of a. It sounded like, from from my understanding, that they had a bit of a marketing problem, even within the walls yeah. of their own convention. Yeah, <laughs> of really weird. kind of explaining what was going on, which, it, I mean, um, because the tournament itself was run by kind of a separate group, right? Yes, That's what. Yeah. yeah. So yep. there's a part of me that wonders if it was just like just a lack of communication. Yeah, there definitely was a miscommunication. And it's just uh, and I think I kind of saw that, too, on Facebook because it seemed like Frag, who is the people who put on the, the tournament, um, had to share their own stuff to the Retro World Expo like page. And it wasn't really like Retro World Expo marketing them. Right, so I wonder if just like they they expected Frag to do Their that own. part and never actually yeah, I, asked that they if they were going to yeah. <laughs> like yeah, one of those was, things where it's just someone made an assumption and other people made an assumption and it just kind of got lost in the cross in the crossfire there or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was a little strange, but yeah, it it people didn't really seem to know what was going. On. I mean, I mean, they got um, at least thirty eight people um, interested and who did know what was going on. But there was a lot of people who who just, like, kind of saw, oh, a tournament, I guess, and just glossed over it. Um, but there were two moments when I was playing, and uh, I was playing Tony Hawk, doing real bad at it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was playing Tony Hawk, and a little girl, I think it was a little girl, or whatever, it was a, a little kid a walked behind me. Small child. A small, small human. child, a small human came up behind and sh and they were like, oh my God, Tony Hawk, can I play after her? Like, they were so excited that <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 was there. 
There's a part of me that wonders like, if that child what? only thinks Tony Hawk is a fictional video game character <laughs> because there is no way that that kid knows Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk in reality no. because he hasn't <laughs> skated in a while. No, no. I mean, he got his own pop figure, so like, good for him. But, but yeah, no, I don't think a little kid other than the video game knows who Tony Hawk is because like, because like, we're going off on a tangent here, but like, um. What's it? All those gaming shows, right? You, I don't remember what network it was, but they were showing like reruns of like Guts and Legends of the Hidden Temple, and um, Double Dare and Double Dare Two Thousand, and like Figure It Out. All these like '90s game shows. I think it's Nickelodeon. I think they were Nickelodeon. It's probably shows, right? Nickelodeon. Yeah, because it's probably Nickelodeon Gas or yeah, one of those. Yes. Like, so I think it was Gas. Right. So I just remember like commercials happening like between this the shows and it would like usually be when guts was on and it would be like tony hawk doing a commercial or or like mia ham like all these like sports stars from like the late from 90s the and early 2000s, 90s. like yeah. Like I was just thinking of like the whole Serena Williams thing happened, and I was I don't remember her name, but there was a, a like a tennis player who she she was like a, the, one of the youngest tennis players, and she did a bunch of promos for that network, and I right. was like, this is. No kid is seeing this anymore. Yeah, they Kids Choice has the Kids Choice Sports Awards, but like which I saw some of, and that, that was weird. Was it Kids Choice oh, Awards are a little man. weird now? Uh, no, I, I mean remember... no, Kids Choice Awards are Kids Choice Sports Awards though. Was like we're gonna do, we're gonna take professional <laughs> sports players in athletes is the word that that. <laughs> Uh, um, and make them do like a double dare challenges. Oh my in god, the, I just choked the, like... Because, because I, because I forgot the word athletes. Yes. Professional sportsmen. Professional, professional sports, sports players. I don't know. Oh my god. Okay. Oh. Uh, <sighs> this episode's really. This episode's really just it's for us. It's great. It's, it's for us. Yes, this is true. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So, kids Sherwood sports is like the biggest thing. I feel like kids now have to those promos that like i had and you had like it's not it does not exist anymore <laughs> um but yeah i don't even remember what i was talking about oh uh, we were on tony hawk pro skater for we your yes <laughs> yes tony small hawk. child watching small you play tony so hawk then, okay. so then again um the final round had ninja gaiden in it and i was playing ninja gaiden a, a kid came over sat down played a little bit she I, I think she got pretty far in the first level then another kid came over blazed through the first level and i was like what what <laughs> it took me like three tries what <laughs> blazed through it and then also while i was playing another kid walked behind me and just like shouted ninja guiding <laughs> and i was like this is this is the best thing ever like for a kid to that to get that excited over ninja gaiden a game i had never played until a week ago a game i still have never played a game i know exists (laughs) and and that's about it (laughs) like 
crazy. It was so cool. And just, like, watching them play these games or just, like, trying. And kids are, are amazing because they don't care, <laughs> really. Like, if they're not doing that good, I mean, usually they don't. Um, PS4 kids do but like these <laughs> kids did not the, these, these are not we're not talking about fortnite kids yeah, we no, are no, talking no, no. about ninja gaiden we're kids. talking these about two like, very different like, sets of children <laughs> but like yeah they were just playing through and having fun like there was a bunch of them playing smash like i said like they there was even i think i was playing road blasters and a, and a kid came up and it was they, they were like do you want to try and he and and he like walked up and like he tried it and, you know, why not? Like, it was cool to see. And then it kind of warmed my heart to see that two machines had Minecraft on it. So, like, they threw them a bone because every child <laughs> knows Minecraft. And I'm we like, know, we That's know this cool. is where you started, kid. We know. <laughs> we get it. It's, it was funny. So, but yeah, so that was, like, the most spectatorship I felt until the final part. Um to, to give a long-winded uh, explanation of to whether or not to how the area was set up. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was the question I asked. Yeah, it was basically, yeah, you were just kind of... I thought I asked, I thought I asked, what, I thought I asked what, what Nickelodeon gas was or <laughs> what... Yeah, I, you know, I definitely remember that being a question. Anyways, so, so yeah, so it was just basically integrated into the free play area. Um, and you could choose, pick and choose how you wanted to go within the round. Okay. Um, so then second round was Power Stone for Dreamcast, Road Blasters for NES, Super Mario 64 for the Nintendo DS, which was really, no, it was the Nintendo 64. Um, <laughs> Isn't it so great that they brought a <laughs> DS game in for that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, Zoop for the Genesis and Mortal Kombat 2 on Arcade. And God. then, yeah, and then the final round, just to get it out of the way, was Crazy, Task, Crazy Taxi for Dreamcast, um, Ninja Gaiden, obviously, SN, uh, NES, Tetrisphere for the N64, Vector Man on the Genesis, and R-Type for Arcade. I've actually played R-Type. That was one of the ones that came out on SNES as well. So I've actually yeah, played was, a version of R-Type. I think there's an, there's a, well, I don't think there is. There is. There's an emulator on the Wii as well, which is the one okay. I practiced. And the Wii version, there is a, if you can manipulate it correctly to hold the little Wiimo in your hand, you can hold down B and do rapid fire. So <laughs> I was texting Devin and I was like, R-Type is easy. I'm having no problem. I found a way to make yeah. it easier. And he was like, how? How did you make R-Type easier? And I'm like, if you hold down B, <laughs> it's rapid fire. It's like, it's built into the game, so it's going to have to be in the arcade, right? And he's like, no, da no, Dan. Yeah, You're unfortunately, <laughs> that, that's, a, that's, that's a thing that comes up with when, when Nintendo ports whatever they decide to port, the 10% of their games they ever decide to put out on virtual console. Um, the emulators that they use are a very weird set of them. Mm -hmm. Like, they're obviously not going online and just ripping emulators from the internet. They're, like, building them thems themselves. And it's it's always strange. Like, there's a big weird... Um, when the SNES uh, Mini was coming out and the NES Mini were coming out, there was a lot of conversation from people who build, like, emulators and ROMs and all that. Yeah. And there are people who I've been saying emulators this whole time, and I meant ROMs. But anyway, <laughs> um, okay. there are people who build build ROMs and build 
you know, and, and try to get the emulators to try and get them to play the way the old systems did. Like, that's always their big thing is we want this to play exactly as it did when it first came out. And Nintendo is very much in the, we want it to run smoothly because the <laughs> we games weren't be made that well. But <laughs> but then you get into those weird, um, Sujin and Devin have talked about this a lot on Say Report as well, but you get into that kind of weird idea of if you change a game to make it run quote unquote better, are you really preserving that game? Yeah. And so there are those people out those like purists out there who want the exact experience they had for better or worse, because that was the experience they had. And then there are people out there like me who can't tell the difference. And so like, I'd never think about that sort of thing. But then you hit a situation like this where it's like, but if you manipulate the ROM the wrong way yeah. and it's emulated incorrectly, Someone... all of a sudden you've got, you're doing something with that game that you're not going to get if you go back and play the original in a severely different way. Oh, yeah. Making and the game I... much easier in a completely different experience. I didn't even know that it was an arcade game. Like, Devin's, Devin kept saying, you need to practice R-Type. You need to practice R-Type. And, like... I was like, why? Like, it doesn't seem, it seems like just like a shooter. And then I got there and I realized it was an arcade cabinet. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I understand now, like, why I had to practice this. <laughs> because, yeah, I've never seen that. I didn't know, it was, I did not know it existed. I did not know it was an arcade game. Like, yeah, I was completely thrown uh, and, off by that. And when you get into like the the real meat of those sort of things, like um, I probably after you're done talking about this, I want to talk about um, games done quick eventually because mm, yeah. that's like a, that's a whole other thing. Like the speedrunning community and, and stuff like that is a whole other thing. But they they're probably the ones that get the most into this granular stuff. But you're talking about an arcade cabinet is mechanical like analog things where the joystick is like you're talking about like electrical stuff i don't know the actual words for so i'm not even going to pretend to know <laughs> but you're talking about actual physical electrical charges being yes. created and stuff yeah. like that versus like you said on a wii where it's the light it's like the light gun mechanics of of like digital just like feedback yeah. and those are like even then you're going to talk about like what are literal frames in the in a, per second being shaved off from one or the other and making a game com, like feel completely different? It's also when you get into things like 30 frames per second versus 60 frames per second. And when you look at it, they look almost exactly the same. But when you're talking about actual inputs in a controller, that's a it's completely, completely different, different conversation yeah. because you're talking about the inputs reading in the game twice as fast sort of thing, like where you start to get really granular, that type of thing. So, yeah, practicing that on Wii, I'm not surprised that, like, the arcade cabinet felt and played almost like a different game entirely. Yeah, and it, it's... So, uh, for the competition overall, um, it, it, I was nervous to be playing them on original hardware just because original hardware it's it's gonna have some bugs on it and and everything you know there while we were playing vector man and this did not happen when we practiced but on the machine there while you were playing if you hit two of the buttons like a or like b and c or a and b like it wasn't even a start button if you hit two of the buttons the game would pause on you Jeez, I wonder if that's just like a fail safe so, because it would be too much input to I take don't in. No, because it well. didn't happen on our Genesis here, but it they were slightly different machines, so I don't know if it's what you said or what, but like 
that's can mess up your run of trying to compete in a challenge. Luckily, luckily you were able to try as many times as you want, which I have a gripe about load runner to, to talk about um, (laughs) on that end. But like you could try the challenges as much as you want. You could, as long as there was no one in line behind you with nine times out of 10, there wasn't except for the arcade games. Um, because there were two setups of all the other games and arcade, there was only the one. So, but, right. um, yeah, so you could try as many times. So like he, the guy told me that, Hey, this happens. If it happens, we're just going to have to start you over. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And the vector man challenge was the easiest challenge for me because it was the same challenge as the tournament that Devin went to last year or, or in April or whatever. It wasn't last year. It was in April. And it was basically just get 200. I don't even remember. Um, Where is it? This is why I needed my prop, Zach. (laughs) Um, 20K or more points. So 20,000 points in Vector Man, which in three minutes, which if you beat the first two levels, you get that. Like, basically, automatically, because there are level bonuses. Right. So, he had me train that, and I was able to do it. So, I see that, and I was like, well, that's going to be... That was the only challenge I got a perfect 10 on, and I did it in three tries. Because the first try, I paused my game. The second try, I just kept dying, and the third one, I, I finally was able to do it. So, it was, like, going on original hardware, even, like, Sequest... Like, I was determined, because I had practiced it, and I really liked Sequest. Like, I was determined to, like, get it, to do it, and get ready, and get prepared, and and learn how to use the joystick. But I eventually was just like, I'm done with this, because I don't care about my score. I came here to have fun, but, and I'm not going to sit here and use a piece of equipment. And aggravate myself, exactly. Because I don't really know how to use the Atari joystick. And it was finicky. So I'm like, I'm just going to get annoyed. R-Type, same thing. <laughs> and to, do, to, the, to the degree, um, to a degree centipede as well. Um, Mortal Kombat, I only tried for like two seconds. And I was like, I'm done with this. Which also, <laughs> apparently, the cabinet for Mortal Kombat was set on the highest difficulty. And the convention would not allow the frag team to change the difficulty. So, even though they were theoretically separated from the other free play cabinets, Mm. and no one knew that, like the I think the only reason why Devin knew is just because the frag guy told him, like no one knew that they were fighting at the hardest difficulty. (laughs) But so yeah, so on some level I understand why you said at the highest difficulty because it is a free game, free play event, and you want. You don't want like a huge line build up, right? You put that down at the easiest level, and one person is playing all day because it never ends, right? Yeah. So, but R type, the joystick for R type was awful. Like you had to like, like, grip it with like a bear claw to keep (laughs) it where you wanted it to go. And um, in centipede which I will talk about Centipede. This might be a long episode, everybody. I, yeah, um, I was just thinking that, and so... I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not even, just let it keep going. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even gonna... there was a, there's a, a lot happened. Like, it was a it was a small but big event. It like, was a, a like, big weekend. Yes, so. it was a big weekend. So, 
in Centipede, um, which like people were complaining about because they didn't know, but it's written right there on the cabinet. The so you have the trackball and you have the button. If you hold down the button, guess what? You have rapid fire. So like that's the way you play Centipede. You oh yeah, hold if, that game's gonna let, yeah. if you don't have an you ammo just, count, you just you just exactly. always like any any game whatsoever. I don't care what game you're playing. If you have infinite <laughs> ammo, you Rapid spam fire. that ammo yes. button. <laughs> yeah. So, but in this, like, I thought about this afterwards. It's clearly built into the game, especially considering on the th- on the cabinet itself, it says "hold down button to rapid fire." I bet the rapid when that came out, I bet that was like a huge marketing oh, for I'm that. Oh, sure. I bet that oh. was like a thing that they were like, "Oh, it's like it's like um, Space Invaders, but yes. you don't have to keep pressing the button. Yes. You and, just hold it down and just go." And we have this this trackball, <laughs> which like game changer there too. Right. Um, exactly. Like, because I really like the trackball, but yeah. So as you're holding down the button, though. Like, I, my Centipede story starts with this. I walked up to Centipede, never having played it, and my only practice and my only way to get ready for it was on Friday night, Devin and I watched Pixels. I was hoping you were going to say that. (laughs) Followed by The Wizard. My entire knowledge of Centipede comes from (laughs) Pixels. Yep. So, like, 100%, I went into Pixels... Knowing that there was a pa- not pixels, <laughs> I went into centipede. <laughs> knowing that there was a pattern, knowing everything that I had to do, and everything that if I did was wrong, like if I did something, a consequence would happen. Like I was able to know what I had to do. Right? That I was a movie. Up- I'm sorry. I didn't talk about pixels <laughs> like two seconds. I don't mean to. And I'm not going to say this. I'm not saying this because I want to uh, crap on the game because I don't. Uh, the movie. I mean, because I don't. As much as I could, movie. if I wanted to. I'm not going to. It's a fine, it's a fine, fun it's movie. Fun. Here's the thing. For a, that is a movie that has literal knowledge, like learnable educational knowledge about Centipede. It is also a game that doesn't know how time works because they set off a time capsule in 1982 and <laughs> half the games in that movie came out in 1984 or later. And it just makes me mad every time that <laughs> Yes, there okay. is a lot of inaccuracies There's, with and yeah, it just it just amazes me that they had both that they have both in the same movie. Yes, okay. Yes. Back to what you're yes. saying. <laughs> I think a lot of people have that problem. Uh, but yes, so 100%. I walked up to that cabinet first playthrough and like I'm playing through and I'm getting through and like I see the colors change. I'm like, "Oh, level 2." So I keep going through, keep going through. And then the colors kept changing and I was like, "Oh my god, like I, am I doing good in Centipede right now?" And the referee, I could just hear him being like, oh, my God. Wow. Oh, wow. Like, what? What? Like, he was, like, giving commentary to himself, but, like, in my ear. And then I died, and he was like, well, congratulations. You have the highest score on this machine. And I was like, yeah. So, like, in the so like I'm the highest score in the competition right now? He goes, no, 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 no. On the machine. Like, you broke the high score that is currently on of this machine. And I was like, oh. Nothing like a 30-year well, high score <laughs> to be like, booyah. <laughs> like, like, and yes, I don't know how old the high score was. And it was a free play cabinet. So, like, I it gave me the options to put my name in. 
but it did not save my name in any respect. It did not save the high score, but like him saying that felt pretty good still because there was a high score recorded on it and I beat that. Oh um, my God. So then I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. I'm going to try again because there's no one behind me because like I've never played this game before and I have a lot of fun with it. He's like, do it. Fine, whatever. And I go and I'm like, I don't beat my high score, but I get pretty darn close. And he's like, wow. De- wow. And I'm like. And then and then Fred Savage showed up. <laughs> and then Fred and Savage Dale and Fred, Dale and Fred went to the, the Nintendo World Champions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So And I held the high score for the centipede. Because all the arcade games were percentile based. So if you kept the high score, you automatically got a 10. And then whatever scores after that, it was based on like. It was a percentage, which I really don't love how that was. But on the same level, it's probably easier to keep track that way of people's right. scores. Um, but anyways. Especially, like, like, as you said, if the machine itself is not actually saving those numbers. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they had, I mean, they had score sheets, so they were writing down everybody's physical score. Um, but, yeah, but that rapid fire button, like, I because I was playing Centipede so much like that was the game I focused on during round one because all the other ones load runner the woman only gave me one try it felt like because I was about to try again she's like oh you only have one life and I was like okay cool that's not how this is running but okay I'm gonna leave you now load runners a garbage <laughs> game anyways bye bye <laughs> so I like real quick left there got one point on that because I tried it load runners oh, I hated it Devin I'll did start really my own well, but like, Black man, <laughs> <out of here>. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't like it. Um, and yeah, so the other games, I like did did what I wanted to, did not really try them again. Sequest, I was like, I'm not gonna try this. Uh, Tony Hawk, the most I tried was I the I got like just shy of five thousand points. And the dude was like, you're getting closer. You could get one more point. So I did. And I got the four points for whatever that was. And then Super Ghouls and Ghosts, the challenge was to get 40 money bags without uh, before losing all three of your lives. And I got 10 money bags. So I'm like, I'll take. And that gave me a score of six. And I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I like Super Ghouls and Ghosts. I impressed the hell out of the referee because <laughs> I got to a part in the game that she had never seen before, which, like, go listen to Say Report because they have a lot to talk about. I, like, I was going to say, it sounds, like, yeah, it sounds um, like you weren't using Devin's trick of dying and just going back and getting well, the same I, ones all over again. <laughs> I was and I wasn't because I was like, oh, I could just do that, but there's no way I'm going to get 40 bags because I can't beat. There's one part in the first level. I've never beat the first level of Supergirls and Ghosts. So it was like, I just needed to try my hardest to get through. And I would get imagine as many bags you're as in the majority of that. Yes, yes. Um, so, like, I impressed her. So I was like, whatever. All the other games in this round, I've done, and I do not want to try anymore. Centipede, I want to keep that high score. So. Uh, every single time, like, I would go do one of the other games, I immediately <laughs> did, like, three, four runs on Centipede to try and oh, beat my man. high score. That's so, wonderful that you're just like, I don't, like, 
what's amazing is I know what place you got in all of this. So the fact that your strategy was, I'm just going to get what I can on these and then go back to the one game I'm very good at. Yes. And the fact that so. you still like that work that strategy worked for you is amazing <laughs> somehow i don't know how it did well an entire the... strategy based on an entire strategy based on i'm gonna do what i want to do because i want to have fun and like okay exactly. tortoise beat yeah. the hair then yeah. i guess um but like centipede was so much fun for me and people were like getting so upset that the rapid fire wasn't working for them but like i was burning my hand because of how hard <laughs> i was because i'm like you need to press hard on it and it will rapid fire for you you this need to is get what that I diode learned. to connect to that this electrode exactly. or whatever electrical word is real. I'm but... like, this is what I need to do. This is what I'm doing. So, like, I was, like, putting my thumb down on it. I was alternating fingers, putting my palm. I'm like, that's what I got to do. I'm having fun. I don't care. Someone beat my high score, and I was never able to catch up to them. So I did technically come in second on that challenge if there were places but I still was really proud of that. You you held had, that record. I held at, the record. You for held a that while. record. Like yeah. you no one can take that oh, away yeah. no, from no, no, you. No, no. Um. Yeah. No. I was super proud. So after the first round, I hadn't even placed because they had the top eight on the board. <laughs> Devin was in first, so I hadn't even placed. So I saw that, and I'm like, all right. Well, now I'm actually just gonna have fun like I, these are all games that I have tried and I have actually enjoyed so I'm just gonna like I had never really went into it planning on placing or winning or doing anything I just went into it like be like hopefully I'm good enough at these games so I can put on a good show but I'm really just gonna have fun and that's where like it really set in as soon as I didn't see I placed um so then the second round happens power stone I got three points on Road Blasters, I got seven points on because I'm really, really good at Road Blasters. As Devin said, I'm really good at sight-reading games. So the first time I picked up Road Blasters, I got to, like, level... I don't know if you've ever played Road Blasters. I got I to say level, I've like, seen 24. Devin play it during a tournament yeah, before. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's, like he said, it's like Rad Racers, but with a gun. You have a gun connected to your car. Yeah, I might have seen I might have seen Rad Racers, but like it's an, yeah. one of those like isometric kind of racing games, isn't it? Where yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. So I'm really good at that game, uh, and I have a lot of fun with it. And then Super Mario 64, you had to race Koopa the Quick, which I practiced, so that made me really happy. And then Zoop, I was able to really get, do good at, which I, was a game I had never played before. Um, but I was playing in Continual, and the challenge was in Levels. So I don't know if you've ever played Zoop in that kind uh, of. I want to. What does the main character look like in Zoop? Is so that the thing with it's the... not a character. It's all shapes. Okay. So it's basically. Okay, never mind then. It's a different game that I'm thinking it's of. It's like <laughs> I don't know what game it is, but it's you know the game where you have a little cannon at the bottom of the screen and there's like a little color ball, and you like have to shoot the color ball to like. Ma it's like reverse Tetris in a way. Like like Brick Breaker, just like all the different kind of like yeah. there's a block of things to knock around and you just have to make sure. Yeah, there's like 80. That, that's like a yeah, whole genre like, in and of itself. So but yes, I know what you're talking it's about. It's like that, but it's on a cube based. So like okay. you're in the middle of this like square and you have to kill, like get the colors before they invade the square. But it's, okay. all, it's coming from all four sides. So okay. it's a really fun game. It's very frustrating, but it's a lot of fun. Um 
so yeah, and then it was Mortal Kombat, which like again, so like this round, I was like, these are all games that I'm not great at. I'm fair, I can put on a good show, but I'm not great at. And at the end of round two, I actually had placed eighth, uh, seventh. So I was in the top seven, um, gamers. So I was just like, gotta, there you go. Well, just gotta keep all working right. your way up. The yeah, <laughs> like, just keep working your way up that ladder. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then the final round was all the games that like I knew really, really well, and like it was Vector Man. Like I killed that. Right. I killed that um, <clears throat> challenge. Tetrisphere, which like. I found the tutorial in Tetrisphere and Devin hadn't. And so I told him, I'm like, I know how to play it now. And he's like, what? And I was able to, like, <laughs> keep beating my score. And then, I love, like, I as love soon that you, as like, he you walked in, it, walk in the room, like, yeah, I know, I know how to play. And he's like, what? How? And it's like, I read the instructions. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, like, he also, like, I helped him because he was able to find the tutorial. And, like, I told him what things did. So, like, we were able it. to get it's better. Hiding somewhere yes. behind the corner. <laughs> <laughs> we were able to get better at Tetrisphere. So, like, I was really good at Tetrisphere. Um, crazy Taxi. Like, Crazy Taxi, you just drive. I don't care. I'm the 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 uh, the challenge in Crazy Taxi to, was to get twenty twenty thousand dollars or more, which is like virtually impossible. I don't think I've ever played a Crazy <laughs> Taxi game and cared about my score before. Yeah, like, no, I don't <laughs> think so. I've never cared. Like I'm like I just want to run people over and try to get people to where they exactly. need to go. Like if That's you exactly want to go to KFC, like, let's go. <laughs> It's like burnout. Like, what's the biggest explosion exactly, I can make? Oh, exactly. I got points for that? Cool. Um, oh, okay. You, <laughs> you also had 70 seconds for Crazy Taxi. So you had to get 20,000. 20,000 dollars in 70 seconds. Um, and then Ninja Gaiden, which, like, I'm fair at Ninja Gaiden. And the only way to do that challenge was basically to grind up points because you had to get 200,000 points, which you heard Devin talk about. Yeah, like, I wish I had a scale to you... <laughs> know how hard that was, but from the sounds of it, it sounds like it was a dumb number for them to pick. Yeah, so... like Devin was Devin was telling me the numbers and crunching the numbers, and he basically was like, "You need to beat Ninja Gaiden and get basically a perfect game in order to make that work." So he woke up at five in the morning on Sunday and was like, "I need to learn how to grind up points," and then he was like, "I'm like." If I can grind up points, I know where I need to go. And so I did it. I'm just not as good, so I couldn't get to both places or all three places right. where you needed to go to grind up the points. So I was able I was able to get six points. Uh no. I was able to get Oh yeah. I was able to I get able six to get, points. Oh, you meant six points for Nev, not six points in all of Ninja. No, 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 no. <laughs> like I was able to get six <laughs> points in the challenge. So like I got fifty K. So, like, I was still pretty happy with that, with my level of knowledge. Um, but, yeah, and then R-Type. And, you know, after that round, I came in fourth. I was, I was the fourth player, and I was going to be competing in the final round of the Ultimate Gamer Challenge, which I never expected. I do not claim to be good at video games. I like video games a lot. But I do not claim to be the best player. Uh huh. Take and, your power glove and, and just, <laughs> just walk away. Cause I don't, I don't claim to be good at video games. I'm just number four. Hey, Look at me go. Listen, listen. <laughs> I, I was so surprised. 
I almost did not believe it because of how badly my first two rounds were. I mean, they weren't really that bad. But anyways, so I came in fourth, and I was moving on to the last competition. The final challenge was... Which I got questions about the way that this thing was structured. Yes, all right. So so what are your questions? And maybe I can answer those before I tell you the whole story of how it went down from my point of view. So Devin described it as like the first three games were this relay race. Yes. You go through and you do these challenges for these three different games. And then it culminates in the multiplayer final game. Yes. I don't get why they had a relay race running up to that in the first place (laughs) because what's the point of a race where someone can come in first in the race if they then get on stage and have to wait for the other three people exactly so (laughs) and that actually hadn't even entered my mind until our drive home and Devin and I were talking about it and like all the other challenges were all single player games like it was really you against the game and then having it end on player versus player just seemed very out of nowhere. And it's almost like everything I just did, you basically just threw in the trash and didn't, and it doesn't right. matter anymore. You know, uh, so. And, and even then, like, I, it's not even like it's either, it should have been one or the other. Like, if they decided that the finale was just going to be a multiplayer finale between these four people, that's, yes. I mean, I'm fine with yeah. that. I don't, yeah. I mean, it's still weird that you mm-hmm. change the structure up to that. But do one or the other. Yeah. Don't don't start the finale with single player <laughs> now, and then end it on multiplayer, which could then theoretically whoever came in last in the relay race still end up winning after all of that. Like what like what is the advantage to winning first if it's going to end in a multiplayer? Yeah, exactly. Um, I just need to point this out because there's all there's been a, lo- a lot of other craziness. I just saw a huge bug. Walk, crawl by me and I have no it looked like a centipede <laughs> so it's like I feel like I I conjured up a centipede and it You're is now you. walking around in my basement anyways so yes it is a very it was a very strange way to end it and I didn't even realize like how strange it was until we started talking about it and mainly the reason why I was didn't understand and think of how strange that kind of like switch up was was the challenges were get 20 lines in Tetris. Uh, then they would switch you over to Sonic 2. You had to get right. 100 rings and hold on to 100 rings. Uh, you had to have 100 rings flash on, like, shown on screen. Right, like when you reach the goal of the level, <clears throat> yes. have 100 rings. No, 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 rings. not even if or you reach the goal just, of the level. Just, just collect just 100 rings. needed 100 rings. Okay. Um, Super Mario, and then it switched to Super Mario World, where you had to beat the first, you had to beat Iggy's castle. You had to be the first castle. All right? Right. So, and then it was a four, PvP, four-player GoldenEye match, which I've never played. I don't, and again, I don't understand. It doesn't Why don't you make it, I mean, (laughs) if you're going to do that, you make it the top two, like the two people who won the relay race, yeah, like, then go on to do the multiplayer up, against each split other. Split it up into two rounds. Or, or yeah, or do one and two versus three and four, and then come in that do way that or something. Way. Or something Bracket like it that. or something. Yes. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like timing was an issue, so they kind of just smushed it all together. Now, before I go any further, I would like to say that I commemorate and I congratulate Frag because, like, well, I appreciate what they did. They were able to create this this challenge. It was fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. I am not happy with some things that happened during the final. 
and I don't want that to like seem like I'm upset with them in a way. But they are, it, it, they do seem like a very nice, I've never really interacted with them before this weekend. They seem like a nice, inter, um, a nice organization. If you like retro games, they're a good, a good uh, resource and a good place to turn to because they, tr- they seem like they really enjoy retro games and they know, or most of the people know a lot about retro games and, and everything like that. So, <laughs> I just want that disclaimer out there. <laughs> but... We go into the final challenge, and as soon as he says that we have to get 20 rows in Tetris, I was like, all right, well, I've had fun this weekend, because (laughs) there is no way that I am getting 20 lines in Tetris. I am horrible at Tetris. The only time I've really, I've, I've played Tetris before as a kid, and I would play for like five minutes, because I'm like, this is stupid, I can't figure it out, whatever. The only other time I've really played the original, the NES Tetris, was with Devin, and we did one game or one controller, two hands. So he controlled like the flipping, and I controlled where it went. And it was just on a laptop on a train to Philadelphia because we were passing time. And that's that's really my um, knowledge of Tetris. I don't like Tetris. I like Tetrisphere because for some reason I can think better in Tetrisphere than I can in Tetris. But anyways, Wait, you've got better 3D three-dimensional like, thinking. Than... Yes, exactly. Yeah. So Tetris, not my game. So as soon as he says that, I'm like, all right, well, that sucks because I'm pretty good at Sonic, even though collecting rings is not the goal of Sonic. Um, I'm pretty good at Sonic and I'm, and I literally, literally just beat Iggy's castle. <laughs> like the other day <laughs> literally played through those first four levels and beat Iggy's castle so it sucks that Tetris is the first challenge because I'm just going to be stuck on Tetris for the whole challenge which again I don't care because I've already come in fourth I'm already proud of myself I've already been given a prize package from a brewery got yeah, a growler which, by the way sounded like, way more exciting than anything right? else like I was right? like I would like, love th- like, that sounds great Exactly. Give me beer and video game memorabilia, exactly. and yes. I'm a happy man. So we won. <laughs> we won a growler at this at this place. We got a T-shirt from there. We also got a um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild like little gift box that had a pin and like some cards and postcards. Like that was great. I was already well content, very happy with everything that had gone down. So we go through Tetris starts, and I'm like, well, all right. I was able to get eight lines, which I was happy about because I've never been able to get more than, like, maybe four before. (laughs) So I was like, sweet. I build up to the top, die. Have to start again. I go through, I get eight more rows, die. By this time, everybody else has practically – Devin definitely did. And everybody else was, like, on to the other challenges. And while I was doing Tetris, I think Devaney was even able to get up on stage to start doing Goldeneye. Like, that's how long I was in the Tetris part of the challenge. So, and people, he was, like, saying, hey, let's hear it for Shark Guitar, let's hear it for Shark Guitar, blah, 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 blah. And people started chanting, like, getting behind me and, like, cheering for me. So, like, I felt good even though I was dead last. The guy comes up and he resets my system. 
which there was a which rule. If you had texted you're... me about, and I didn't yes. quite understand. Yeah, because I didn't want to give you like a whole big rundown because I knew I was going to talk about it. Right. Um, so I didn't really give you that much. So there was a rule that if you're, because there was original hardware, if your game like skipped out, if it crashed, if anything happened, like they would assess the situation and you would either like get to move on or you would have to start again or whatever. So that rule was implemented. But he came up and reset my system and was like, move on to Sonic. And I was like, okay. And then he goes over the thing and is like, oh, there was a system crash with Sharkatar's NES. She's moving on to Sonic. Let's hear it for Sharkatar. And everybody again was clapping for me. <laughs> and by that time, I'm pretty sure everybody was up on stage playing Goldeneye. So I'm like, there's no way I'm getting on stage at this point. Why did you reset my system? And I was a little upset because I was in the middle of a Tetris game. And anyways, so I move on to Sonic. Yeah, it's a, it sounds like a very weird, like, we're just going to yes. give you this one kind of BS yes. thing to, I, to move things along. And that never feels, I, like, great in your gut kind yeah, of thing. No, it, it yeah. made me, I wasn't embarrassed. I was not embarrassed with my performance in Tetris until he came up and restarted the system and crashed the system. Because it's like you're not even giving me a chance. I could surprise you, bud. Like, I'm not good at video games, but when I try and try, like, I get better. And it can even happen within moments and minutes. So you have no idea that my third try through Tetris, I, mean, I could have gotten I mean, that's, 20 lines. And that's know? what gaming is really like. I mean, that's, that's what, what it's about. so much of gaming is about, is that, like, you, you try and try, and sometimes it's, you, you, it's a... It's, a lot of skill and a little bit of luck that just gets yes. you through that. Yeah. Like you get the right shapes to work with mm -hmm. and you get, and they, they comp that luck complements the skill you're bringing to the table in a way that just works for you. Yeah. So, and, yeah. So I was already a little upset by that. I'm like, whatever, I'm going to go into Sonic. Okay, fine, whatever. So I go through Sonic, get hit twice or three times. And if you get hit, you're basically not getting a hundred rings. Right. In the first in the first level, and you should get the hundred rings in the first level because once you go to the second level, you're gonna have to start over anyways. And the first right. level is basically the easiest level. So I'm like, you can you could call for reset. So I'm like, I need a reset. I need a reset. I need a reset. I finally get the hundred rings organically. Got them on my own. Like it was good. It felt good because I was like, finally, I completed one of these challenges on my own. Go on to Super Mario World. By this time. Everybody is definitely already into Goldeneye. And I'm and, like, and okay, I like Super Mario World. I'm just going to have fun now. Like, I'm just going to play the game. I'm still going to compete. I'm still going to try my hardest. But, like, I'm just going to have fun at this point. And, and um, I guess, like, my, my, my question again with the, the, again, just with the multiplayer aspect of this, because I'm like, trying to picture this. Are the three people sitting on stage playing Goldeneye without you? Or are they yes. sitting there waiting? No, they're playing without me. So, so I don't understand why there's a multiplayer aspect. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't get that. Was there just like a was there like a point level that they were trying to get to? Points. Like how does that? They were okay, trying so to get maybe... twenty points. So the okay, first that I think is 20. the thing I was missing. Okay, yeah. oh, that's the part I think was missing. Yeah, was like so... was like how do you play like a 
because in my head it was like, oh no, we're going to do a one. It's just a four-player death match and last man standing wins, <laughs> which means that the all, which means that we just all raced to sit here and wait for all four of us to get exactly. up here anyway. Yeah, it no. was the thing that in my head. Okay, okay, that makes a little yes. bit more sense now. So yeah, little so bit, Devin, so Devin gets up there, uh, and I think someone soon followed after him, and so they were fighting. But the other thing is, is like you get a free shot on the other two people who don't get up there. So you already get a free point from that. But if you kill yourself, you lose a point and all of that good stuff. So okay. yeah, so but they're up there, they're competing on a small screen, hunched together. You can barely move, you can barely see the screen. Like it wasn't that great of a situation anyways. But so I'm playing through Mario and I'm like, okay, there's no way I'm getting up to Goldeneye. I've never played Goldeneye. Even if I get up there, which like I'll be happy if I get up there, I can beat these levels. I know I can. Um, if I get up there, it's probably like, I've had fun. I've had fun today. So I go through and I go through Mario and I was like, maybe I should hit the yellow switch, but that's going to take time. Right. At this point in time, I probably should have because I was already last. I might as well have given myself the handicap of the yellow switches, but I didn't because I was like, whatever, I'm just going to go through. If I lose lives, I lose lives. I start over. Why not? Who cares? I don't. So, and people behind me are cheering me on. Like, it's still, people were still rallying behind me. So, it felt good. So, I'm going through Mario, going through Mario. I lose all my lives. Got to start over, which I don't care, again, like I have said. Um, I go through again, get to the water level, get get through all the levels, whatever. Get to the third level, which is the water with the spike balls. If people remember Super Mario World. I um, actually do. Yes. I, like, I was like, hey, nope, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. So so I get there, and I lose my lives again. So I go to start a third round, and he comes up, whispers in my ear, don't hate me. Oh, and then Lord. I see him go to reset it, and I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I audibly was like, no, 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 And he reset it, and he was like, oh, yep. there's another crash with Shark Guitar's machine. She's going up oh on stage. God. And I was like, what? I just reeks of, like, a dude that was, like, getting impatient, and, like, they're running yeah. out of time, and we're just going to do this yeah. and that. So yeah. Oh, that it, sucks. It, it kind of, like, just felt, I don't know, not demeaning, but, like, I wasn't given it like I didn't get to finish the other challenge. I didn't get to have small victories for myself except for Sonic. And then the kicker of it all is I get up on stage, start playing Goldeneye. No idea what I'm doing. I'm running in fucking circles. Can't open doors. I finally get killed once. So I respawn somewhere. Finally figure out where to go. I accidentally kill Devin. <laughs> Like, I killed Devin's <laughs> character, and I was like, oh, well, oh, well, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean it. to. I didn't. Know, I don't know who any of you are in this game. <laughs> I've never played this game before. <sighs> and then the kid who won the final challenge killed me. Like, that was my golden eye stuff. I just picture in a so, like, comedy like, movie <laughs> that you just like bumbled into a room and dropped your gun and accidentally shot Devin as he came around the corner. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so- hold on. Let me just let me just I'm get sorry. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So it just like it kind of sucked because if I hadn't gone up on stage, it would have kept going on. Like I was he- him killing me was the reason why he won. 
I mean, he might have gotten another kill from someone else, but like because I had no idea what I was doing and all of that, like he just got. Yeah, but he also had to find you. I mean, yes, that's the exactly. thing. Like you can't, that is you can't, true. That you, is don't wanna, true. you don't want to, you don't want to get in and be like, well, if I wasn't there, well, yes. I mean, like no. you said, he was already. I mean, obviously, he was already the point away. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know how close Devin was behind him because I know yeah. he came in second. He definitely came in second. Yeah. But like, but yeah, I mean, he just, I mean, at the same time, he could have walked around and found you were still standing there body because you yes. weren't on stage playing. <laughs> like, it's not like you weren't in the game at all, theoretically, yeah, just because. True. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just, it was, it kind of sucks because like then what's going through my head and then, and then he comes up, he gives us our small little trophies, which I'm very proud of. I'm very happy I got a trophy from him that says finalist and all of that. And he's like shaking our hands and he again says to me, please don't hate me. And I'm like, just, just, just let it go, dude. Like, please just, just don't bring it up again. Like I was fine. I, I under like whatever. Then we're all talking and he comes up to me again and is like, I oh. hope, he's like, I hope you understand why I did that. And as it's a, like, oh, as a dude with point, the guy, like, it's not the point that I understand why you did it. It's that you did it. You know, yeah. like it doesn't, I understand that you need to put on a show and having one person off the stage is really not that entertaining. And a lot of people were paying attention to me because I was the underdog than to the GoldenEye stuff. But at the same time, I'm going to get boring and they're eventually going to start watching the GoldenEye. You know? Yeah, as a, as a guy with the anxiety that, that, that apologizes too much, yeah. I could already, like, I know when I'm annoying <laughs> people by saying sorry yeah. about something too so, many times. so like oh just hold it back rate it in rate it in yeah it was just like it just it really bummed me out because like i felt good about everything except for that because it's like you're not even really giving me the chance to do anything and like yeah i really i am sitting here i really don't think that i would have gotten past tetris but who knows i could have I very well could have gotten through Tetris and then blazed through the other challenges. That's how tournaments work. That's how challenges work. People are able to do that. Right. Like, right. it happens. My other problem, thinking about it, was what if I was a savant at GoldenEye? <laughs> right? What, what if, if you came in and just started blasting exa- dudes coming through won. the room? And headshot. I won. Headshot. You know? Headshot. Like, uh, just imagine in some what-if realm of the world, I, like, what if I was a disgusting human being and I was, like, pretending (laughs) to get these game overs just so I could move forward and then blaze through GoldenEye and then win the competition without, with only doing one of the challenges. What if you were Peter Dinklage (laughs) and on the inside of your glasses you had S-N cheat codes? Like, you don't, like, it's, it's just, like, that's not how you take care of that situation. Yes, and I understand it's a new thing. They were, this was the first time Frag was at, like, the, at this expo. Um, so it was a bigger, you know, it was a bigger setting, kind of, but. Right, it sounds like they, they still need to get it, their, their wires yes. crossed with the actual expo. Exactly. It sounds like they, they need to figure out what to do when a crowd is watching. And yes, timing, um, like I said, timing was probably a factor. So he did probably want to move me forward so <laughs> that there was a good show on stage and all of that. But my criticism for this, my cur- 
constructive criticism if ever someone from frag listens to this episode we will, we will package this episode is, and send it to them on a usb drive is, and it will be honestly, very it will be very disconcerting when they open a, US, a, a package that just has a usb drive inside of it. and they're like what the hell is this no but honestly like like i said i like I, I really like the people there they're all really nice and and fun and i had some really great interactions with them but in that kind of competition, if you have someone who's falling behind, give it a a time limit. Give the challenges a time limit. And if you don't complete the challenge within that time limit, or if you lose three, if you get three game overs, you get a penalty. Like, okay, so I hate to think of it this way, but like it just popped in my head as a one of uh, as a really good analogy. Have you watched TKO at all? No. With Kevin Hart. No. All right. So TKO is like Wipeout. If you've ever seen okay. Wipeout, yes. Yes, so I TK, have. Okay. So TKO, there are four areas of the challenge. Correct. This is an hour and twenty minute episode. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, there are four four sections of the. It's almost over. Four sections of the challenge. <laughs> right. You have a runner going through the sections, and you have four other people up up above who are throwing obstacles at this person who are trying to make it harder. If you fall once, that's fine. It's a it's a KO. You have to start the section again, all right? If you fall a second time, it's a TKO. You you're given a 1 minute penalty added to your time. And then you and you move on to the next challenge. Right. Right? So, if you fall Eight times, you get four seconds added to your. If I'm if I'm remembering correctly, you get four seconds added to your um, time at the end. That's how a relay like this should be run. And it's if you die three times in Tetris, you get five seconds added to your. It should be time based. It should be like a race. It should be a race. And having the multiplayer thing <laughs> doesn't really work into that no. either. No, but, it really doesn't. But it, think of it that way. If it's a race, if you're making it a relay race, make it a race. Time people. And so they, again, that's what they did in The Wizard. Exactly. It was a race. <laughs> it was a race, yes. And it was one game in The Wizard. Like it's, But that's how... You fairly do that, and you—that's how a person who is falling behind can still stay in the competition, because then it could play strategy into it. So, like, if I'm not particularly good at Tetris, but I know I can speed run Sonic and and Mario, I'm gonna take three deaths on Tetris, get my penalty, and then blaze through those other two challenges. Right. It adds strategy to it other than I just need to get 20 lines. Oh, now I just need to get 100 rings. Now I just need to complete four four levels and a castle, you know? Like, it's just, it adds a level to the competition that I think this one needed, you know? So, that's just where I'm coming from. 
That's what I think. I, I do. I had a great time. This was so much fun this weekend. I'm really proud of myself. I'm proud of what I, like, proved myself. Like, I proved that I can actually play retro video games, which I never thought I could before. Like, you were a record holder. You came in fourth yes, place. Yes, like, it's, you, it's good. <laughs> you, you shelled out this this podcast to some people who I hope are listening right now. Hello, people that met Dale, though I met in text messages somehow, but don't know your names. <laughs> um, no, and like I said, like all the the people who do the frag, um, the frag events, they're all really nice people and and really fun to talk to. And like we were just talking about video games, like it was a fun time, and they're all really really nice. But yeah, I mean everybody can learn from stuff, and that's. From the person who was in last and who got the who who got their system reset, just maybe maybe give a time limit. Which again, <laughs> and, and, if, and when you hit that time limit, that's what they do, and you know you you did it. Like it's exactly. not even like the thing that they did was wrong. It was the fact that they didn't tell you they would do it. Yeah, is the annoying thing. Well, I don't think they but. expected me to be that bad at Tetris. Eh, but... Well. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, you're talking to a guy who keeps dying in Spider-Man. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's part of video games. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really it. That was it. Like I said, fun weekend. I would definitely go to Re um, Retro World Expo. I, I highly suggest it to people. I was gonna give some props to all the artists that I met um there, and I'll have to do that on Twitter or something because yeah, we'll find some their, of we'll their find, like, art was beautiful yeah we'll um, find like their twitter accounts and stuff yeah, so that I have, and we'll I retweet have some stuff on the feed perfect yes, we'll retweet so. their stuff on the feed and make yes. sure that they get their recognition and yes. stuff and um i actually yeah. have, I have nothing i mean we've been going long so i've got nothing else do you I have am, anything else you no, would like to talk I'm, about i'm good i think i aired everything if you have any questions about the retro game expo or the retro world expo or the Ultimate Gamer Challenge, please tweet me um, at Dale's Brain. You can also tweet Devin. I'll give his thing there since we both went to it together. Um, at Devin D. De uh, is he at? Oh, God, I don't even know. He's at Devin D. Decker. Thank yes. you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally tweet my brother, so <laughs> I don't know if he's Devin D. Decker or at, De or at Fox Zero. So, I, I think he has both. Yeah. So, yeah. I, on the uh, other hand, have a brother whose name is so unique that it doesn't matter, and it's at Siege versus the World. <laughs> you can find me at Zerwiski, and we'll talk about, I don't know, Joe Bob Briggs and Spider-Man. Um, more um, Pokemon stuff, all sorts of things. You can also uh, you follow can... the podcast at Say Report Junior. That's true. Um, um, we don't say this very often, but every time you look at Junior, it's just JR. It's not the full thing. Yeah. Uh, laid out. That's the same on our YouTube channel, which again, say report junior, but say report JR. Uh, so if you search the full one, I don't think we'll come up. No. Um, so. But yeah, this has been a great 25, 25. weeks. 25. Yes. Yes, um, it has. I am again, so happy. We, we, alluded to, we alluded to the Facebook thing earlier. I will say this, like just on the podcast itself, this has been an amazing six months or whatever the hell we've been doing with this long. <laughs> I just looked at the, when I was, I was looking at the say report, um, YouTube page, which has our original pilot episode, and that went up in February of 2018. Wow. So, like, yeah. that was the end so. of February. I think we started in March. Yes. So, um, it, yeah, this is this has been a, a great thing for me. I love taking, like, an hour or two out of my week to just love things. <laughs> and, and and so, like, just, just like, we don't, I mean, we, we do our 
complaining about stuff and rewriting movies all the time, but um, <laughs> We're good but at it. really it is it's two hits. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but it is two hours out of my week where I get to like sit down and have a conversation with a friend of just like enthusiastic anything. Exactly. And yes. I have I have loved every minute of it. Same here. So I'm so happy that this yeah. has worked out the way it has. Yeah, I am. It makes me so happy to like have things come up and be like, I get to talk about that on the podcast. Like, <laughs> I get to talk about that with Zach. Like, it, it's, it is a very great experience, and um, I've had so much fun with it, and I'm very proud that we have gotten to 25 episodes because I feel like a lot of these kind of projects happen and they just fizzle away, and I'm happy that we've been able to keep it going. And even with scheduling conflicts, if we have them, we are able to get an episode out, and I'm very proud of us for that. And proud of our friendship and very happy of our with our friendship that is built. <laughs> Boy, howdy. I didn't know how to answer that. So. <laughs> um, I think the only way to answer that is that everybody should go get ice cream. And Liz should take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.